0: welcome everyone to the russell show i'm your host russell chowdhury a coward to jump into this podcast episode episode number 193 we have a special guest lynn Rancho. in this episode we'll discuss with the lean the topic of how to turn your doubts into actions so don't forget to subscribe leave a review on our podcast and let's dive in Hi, Lynn. Thank you so much for joining me in this podcast episode. Really appreciate it. How are you today? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing absolutely great and super excited to have a conversation with you and learn more about you as well. And we have like interesting topic in our hand, which is how to turn our doubts into an action plan. So we can go with our fears and do something incredible with our life. So before we uh, jump into that, I'd love to know more about yourself. How do you become like a coach yourself and do like a business world?
1: Yeah, I've been uh, helping business professionals achieve their goals for over 30 years. And I have a, a bachelor's in psychology and a master's in computer science, but my master's project is in artificial intelligence. And my favorite class when I was uh, taking psychology was physiological psychology. So it's all brain science. I love the science of success. So I'm able to help you turn your doubt into action by understanding what's going on in your
0: subconscious. Right. That's great. And how long have you been doing that? Like coaching and consulting for others?
1: Um, I got my first coaching certification in 2010, and I've been doing this full time since 2015.
0: Oh, wow. It's been a long, long time. So yeah. yeah, like with your experiences, you've been working with so many people, so many individuals, and you've helped them in their doubts turn into like action plans. So how do you actually do that? Like, how do you help them in order to like, why would the fear they have the doubts they have and created an action plans?
1: Yeah, so um, it's all about your subconscious thinking, your thought habits, or your paradigms. And when you were up until about the age of seven, your conscious mind didn't exist. It was all subconscious. And your subconscious, anything that goes into your subconscious, there's no filter, there's no way to say no, it just goes in there. So that's what creates your self-image, creates your paradigms. So think about everything you've heard and or saw Mm. before the age of seven just gets programmed into your subconscious. So that's why they say that we inherit our parents' beliefs and their parents' beliefs and their parents' beliefs, because it worked the same with our parents. Everything they heard before the age of seven just got programmed into their mind. So it's just a matter of noticing when your actions are not what you would like and then interrupt that and change whatever thought is causing that to happen. Because your your thoughts create your feelings, which create your actions, which create your results, which just reinforces your thoughts, feelings, and actions and results, unless you stop it. You wanna interrupt that and say, I want different results. What thoughts are causing these results?
0: Mm. Yeah, that's interesting. And like with our doubts, like a lot of us as an individual could be entrepreneurs and normal professionals. We have like so many doubts on ourselves, like starting the business or doing the marketing campaign or like going for the kind of relationship we want to or investor funding, whatever the case is. And we postponed it because we don't want to face that situation. And we are so fearful how if the things doesn't go the way we expect it to go away. So when you actually help them, like someone what do you actually do in the time of like action plan you create for them so they're not fearful they're not like uh scared of like even though it's a negative outcome they experience
1: yeah so the key is just to notice those thoughts and then to change those thoughts and then to take action to reinforce that thought Mm. uh for example you might have the thought that somebody uh is going to find out that you don't know what you think. You have that imposter syndrome thing going on. Yeah. So you want to interrupt that and you want to say, up until now, I may have been concerned that people would think I didn't know what I was doing, but now I know exactly what I'm doing and I'm attracting right and perfect people. And then taking action to support that is what grounds that new thought habit. So it's really not about eliminating doubt or eliminating fear. It's what you do with it. Because 90% of the population has the same results year in and year out. And the difference between those 90% and the most successful people in the world is what they do with the doubt. Do you let the doubt stop you? Or do you use that as a springboard to move forward, so to speak? So you can either uh, have the fear Have the fear help you move forward or have it stop you? It's the same with our doubts and our worries.
0: Yeah. And do you actually face them fears or like uh, do you tend to be like uh, avoiding them? Like uh, if you're coaching someone, like uh, do you ask them like uh, go with your fears or like uh, just avoid it and find something else alternative and don't just pursue it? Um Yeah.
1: Avoiding them really just postpones things. You really want to get to the bottom of the fear. And part of it is that our amygdala is one of the most primitive parts of our brain. And that's where our fight and flight comes from. So your amygdala sole purpose is to keep you safe. And yeah, we don't have those same uh, fears, those same life-threatening situations now. So that fear still gets created,
0: Mm. but
1: is it really life-threatening? Uh, fear very often just means that you're trying something new and your subconscious doesn't know what's going to happen, so it kind of awfulizes it to try to stop you. And your subconscious would rather be wrong 99 times than to miss that one opportunity to save your life. So it's just a matter rhetor- of recognizing it and saying, yes, I see this fear and I'm not going to let it stop me. I'm going to do it anyway because... That's what's best for me. That's what my vision says. That's what I know I need to do. And you just do it anyway.
0: Yeah. I realized that I was on the same thing. Like when you actually avoid certain things, like you're fearful, and that becomes more and more and more. And then eventually you try to do something else then you create like a new fear like uh, i tried to do something else i was fearful and that feels like a mounting for me like i didn't face it and now like other things like becoming the, it's the same way like how experiencing on the first one so it is important, like if uh, focusing on like uh, why are you fearful, if you want to you just go ahead and do the things. So let's say someone like come for your help, like they have so much doubts and fear on them, and says, "Hey, Lynn, like I need them help. I need to overcome that. Create a certain like action plan. So what will be your first steps? You ask them to um them to do like uh, the task or like uh, for coaching consulting."
1: Yeah, everything I do has uh, three parts to it. The first part is your vision. You have to know where you want to go. You have to know exactly what you want to create. Mm -hmm. And then once you have that, you can start uh, designing how to take action. So it's uh, and then once you take action, those thoughts come up. So you reframe those thoughts. So once you have your vision, you know where you're going. And then it's a matter of taking action, noticing your thoughts, reframing your thoughts, take action, notice your thoughts, reframe your thoughts. And that goes between um, changing your thought habits and action. So those those second two pieces go together. You take a step, does it work? Doesn't it work? Take another step, does it work? Doesn't work. As long as you stay in the direction of your, your vision, Actually, they say that a plane is off track, something like 90, 90 some odd percent of the time, because it's constantly looking and changing, looking Mm -hmm. and changing. And that's really what you want to do as you're moving forward with your vision. It's just take a step. Did it work? Shift. Take a step. Did it work? Shift. So you're constantly noticing and changing and taking steps.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So it's like a, Having a vision or focus is the most important part in order to like achieving your things. So if you keep on changing your direction, then obviously it's not going to achievable something and you get distracted by other things. So it's like a focus is an important part for like uh, you saying, like creating the action plans. How do you stay in a focus? Because right now is a lot of distraction going on for like our life, because probably early days when you started your career like it wasn't that much distraction like a not like a youtube and everything a lot of blogs and right now when you open your phone it's so much distraction coming up a lot of apps in there and with them kind of distraction we often time to like uh, changes our direction and we don't achieve anything so how do you stay focused with the law of distraction it is going on to the world probably family life business life and with the like social life
1: yeah. One of the things I have my clients do is that I learned this from Brendan Burchard. It's called the 50 minute block. Mm-hmm. So you set your uh, alarm on your phone to 50 minutes and you focus on just that one thing for 50 minutes. And yeah. then on those last 10 minutes, you can check your email, you can check whatever. And if uh, social media is part of your business plan, if that's how you attract clients, Then you set a time limit. So you say, I am going to look at LinkedIn for a half hour, set your alarm. And when that alarm goes off, then you stop and you move on to something else. So Mm -hmm. and I also have another big thing is I like to tell people to calendarize, put it in your calendar. Uh, I tell people if it's not in my calendar, it doesn't happen. Yeah. So you want to schedule it in your calendar and actually do it when you say you're going to do it
0: yeah for like having that block of time is actually important like yeah i do the same thing on my calendar every morning i don't take any meetings it's all about like what i need to do for my business what actually to take my business to the next level and like uh then after like 2 p.m i do like a podcast recording like meeting people my clients where et etc so that way like i see like a lot of things go and get done other than before it's like one meeting here and there like uh, another meeting over there like i'm doing little tasks over there then if certain things doesn't go my way like uh, the client or the deal doesn't go through like whole day is ruined because of like i had like one bad event and the focus to get distracted so yeah and that's actually really help and most importantly uh when you, we have that kind of focus and we have the direction, love of us get impatient with the like results we are after. And we uh, do it for a month or two and see like uh, things is not going the how we expect it to be. And then we give up and we think like, oh, I doubted that things is not gonna go as I planned and see this is same thing is happening with me. And we blame on ourselves, blame on the circumstances. Like, how do you have that kind of patient in order to see kind of the results, even though we're taking an action and like going forward with our fear?
1: Yeah, the key is to notice without judgment Mm -hmm. Uh, because something really isn't bad unless you say it's bad. So if you look at everything that you do as a learning experience so that you uh, take something away from it, then even if something doesn't go the way you expected you're learning and you're able to take that learning and apply it to what you do next. Right. So it's all about just noticing without judgment because it's really the judgment that causes doubt to turn into inaction as opposed to having the doubt turn into action. So you want to make sure that you're you're being gentle on yourself, you're being gentle on other people, and not placing that judgment of good or bad, or, you know, um, stopping you, and that, that's really, when you label it as bad, is when it causes you to stop taking action.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's uh, so true, and, and like, how important do you think, like, having an accountability partner, like, in terms of that journey, because when you're doubtful, when you're fearful, like, you don't know, like, how to get there for a certain destination you want to be, and, like, a uh, running the same, going for the same route on your own, it will be like a bit scary. Like when things comes, like, and doesn't go on your way, like you still doubt yourself and you give up, like having a coach like yourself or someone like you can trust or you can share things. How important do you think is like having a running mate for like a, those kind of situations?
1: Yeah. As long as I am a coach, I will have a coach. I also have what I call partners in believing. Uh, we get together once a week and go over what we're doing mm-hmm. and we ask for advice and we it's just people that can believe in you when you have a hard time believing in yourself. And that really having that sounding board and being able to talk to other people. Um, and again, they, you and they respond to each other without judgment. It's just possibilities. It's not what could go wrong. It's just staying instead of in the circumstances, in the possibilities. And just having somebody say, believe in my belief yeah, is nice. It's great to have somebody like that in your life that you can go to.
0: Yeah, totally agree. Um, and that gives you like a more courage and encouragement, right? Like when you have like a downtime, like you can give them a call or like you have to do a Zoom call right now and say like, this thing is going on and I feel like quitting and this well, how i expected the results will be and that was like the opposite and you as a coach or like uh, someone for accountable like they can say like hey everything's going to be fine like hey, do you just need to make some adjustment here and there or like it could be someone is not doing that like they're supposed to be doing probably they need to go gym for like three times a week and they're probably going two times a day if it's an accountability partner they can ask you like hey, hey you're not Meeting your expectation, you're supposed to go three times a week rather than going for two, so you can hit your like weight goals, uh, uh, whatever you have. So, Lynn, uh, it's been a great pleasure having you on the show and like uh, pointing out like a few things like how we can take our doubts into like an action plan. So, those who's listening, if anyone wants to learn more about yourself or your work, where is the best place to find you?
1: Yeah, you can go to my website, lintranchal.com. Um, I'm also on LinkedIn, I'm on Facebook, I'm on Instagram. Uh, so any of those places you can reach
0: me. Yeah, thank you so much for coming today. I wish you best of luck with your business, your personal life, and you have a wonderful holiday ahead and a new year. Thanks for coming.
1: Yeah, thank you. I appreciate it.
0: So that's a wrap guys. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast episode. I hope you enjoyed some value from it. Anyone interested to learn more about Lynn and go visit her website. And also you can find her on our social media platform like LinkedIn, on Facebook. So reach out to her. And until then, I'll talk to you in the next episode. Take care.